This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. Kathy White, and this is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of the station. Views expressed in this program did not necessarily reflect those of the station, its staff management, or news department. I have got a brand new guest on the program, never before seen by Southern Tier Close-Up or our fan, I mean many fans. <laughs> The new director of the new thing called the Placemaking Office in Broome County, Director Jim Rian. Welcome to the program, Jim. Thank you so much, Kathy. I really appreciate you having me, and uh, I'm excited to talk about our new initiatives. Yeah, this is something, apparently it's been around for some while, but uh, first that I've heard about this whole placemaking thing, and it's a whole push that the folks over at uh, the uh, Greater Binghamton Chamber of Commerce, the agency otherwise known as the uh, uh, Industrial Development Agency in past years and stuff, uh, were really popping on about what is... Uh, your job, what is this placemaking office that you are are now heading, and what's what's it all about? Sure. Well, no, placemaking has been around for decades, I mean, at least about 40 years. And uh, the, the concept of placemaking is to you know, talk to the community, get input, gather uh, information on, on their interests and, and what activities they like, but also to, to look at the public spaces, you know, the parks and the streets and any community areas, uh, and try to improve the vibrancy uh, through recreation activities, you know, events. Um, they can be very basic activities from just playing games or reading to larger events like concerts or, or athletic events. And it's really just to help improve the, the vibrancy and, the, um, and, and help build community. Uh, as people look at communities, obviously they look, they look at jobs and they look at right. family and such, but they also look for quality of life. And the idea is, uh, you know, we want people to either already live here to to enjoy the area or people that are looking to, to relocate to, to say, but it's a, let's say a fun, vibrant area to live and, you know, raise a family and, or to live, a, uh, you know, as a young professional or something. So yeah, so that the idea is to work with the community on, on community building and uh, improving the vibrancy of the public spaces. Well, that was a thing that was really talked about heavily in, I want to say as early as the 1980s and very heavily in the 1990s as we were seeing a, a exodus of a lot of big businesses and manufacturing from the southern tier uh the one thing that the people over in the uh the department of labor as well as the chamber of commerce and and all those other economic development related places kept going on quality of life quality of life quality of life and pointing to such things as speedy fest and, you know, they're nice to have, but it is for those of us of the, of the unwashed masses to concept, to grasp the concept that something like a speedy fest or the holiday lights at Otsonango Park is going to be something that is going to solidify a business's decision of whether or not they want to be in Broome County or if they want to find possibly cheaper taxes in Pennsylvania or even points south of that. Well, so, you, so those events are wonderful events, and you know the, the, the pure placemaking is doesn't have to be a large annual event. You know, it could be small, weekly, quarterly. But whether it would, you know, whether a business would decide to stay because of placemaking initiatives or move here um, is one thing. But it's really this is you know we see it as a more uh, the quality of life for the the residents, you know, the individuals, the families, uh, having them look at the area and say this looks like a great place to live or work. Um, 
or to relocate. So it's it's, it's more you know the, the, obviously the business are extremely important. There's there's a whole initiative around businesses through the Leadership Alliance, which is the chamber and the and the agency. But th- this this particular office and, and these initiatives are more for the uh, for the uh, workers for the residents uh, you know, to to make sure that the businesses have a quality stream of labor. Um, and people want to live in the area, and they enjoy the area, and it's a, and it's a great place to live. So it's great because the, the Leadership Alliance, Stacey Duncan, our CEO, and John Sarah, our chairman of the board on the, on the chamber, they recognize that it's, a, you know, obviously it's jobs and it's pay and it's and having quality businesses, but also the quality of life is so important to, to most, and uh, it's something that uh, you know, we wanted to address, and, and we, office, we opened this new office uh, and started to gather information from the community. And we had a workshop a few weeks back where we had community leaders and talked about uh, locations that we could do some test pop-ups, which are smaller events, and, and how we can gather information and uh, make sure that we are offering programs and events and activities that the community wants. So so I understand you, know, you make a great point about the business themselves, but this particular initiative is more for the for the community and the residents. Well, let me ask you this, Jim. You're you're like me. You're you're local. You're a lifelong resident of of Binghamton, so you know how we are. <laughs> you know how we are. I mean, it's almost a, a it's almost a hobby to you know bash your hometown for sometimes. It's like there's nothing to do here, and all the streets are horrible, and blah 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 blah. I mean, normally when you say you're preaching to the choir, it's you're preaching to people that are supporting. But how bad is it? With uh, with the naysayers in Broome County, you have to come realize where I'm coming from too, Jim. I answer the telephones for a radio call in show where that's what people do is call to complain. So, so what is the the overall feel of residents to their hometown? Are we very proud of our Parlor City and surrounding communities, or do we really need some convincing that this is really a nice place? Well, that's a great point, and I run into people that make those comments as well, and some some will never win over. But uh, I also feel there's a, there's a renewed energy, and I've, I've been dealing working with a lot of uh, of younger community members recently with a, with a new job, and there's an energy and excitement. And I think um, you know, obviously we'll, we'll pitch the ideas to some of the long term ones that maybe are are, uh, are are non-believers yet. But I think we also there's a whole new group of uh, you know, there's students here, there's students in high school, and there's, there's with the colleges and young professionals, and I think we have to try to reach out and uh, uh, promote the area and promote the, the public spaces and promote the great activities we have. You know, we really have so much. You know, as you mentioned, that people say there's not everything to do. Sometimes I look on social media or in the newspaper. I talk to people. There's so much to do. You can't you can't decide which yeah. activity you want to go to on a certain weekend. So right. I think um, I, I think we have to try. I, I don't. I, you make good points. I certainly. Um, uh, I'm not naive that we're going to win everyone over, but um, I certainly have to try. And I know other people have tried. And there's been some. There's a lot of great placemaking initiatives already happening, um, whether annual events and such. But I think this is a, going to be a concerted effort to to reach out to the community and kind of ask what what would you like to see. I think that element of doing the research and kind of asking you know, what would you like to see in your neighborhood or at your park or your street, and uh, and you know how can we build upon that? Uh, you know, I, I've. Uh, not part of this initiative, but I run an event called the the Harper Stance uh, Rec Park Music Fest for 27 right. years, and that you know that it's not a large event, but it, it has a very loyal um, following that come out annually, and that that's not necessarily a pure place making initiative, but you can um, 
you know, if you reach out and work with the people and you and you listen and you and you try to implement as many of their ideas as possible, I think I think we can win some over. Well, there's some we'll never win over, but. I think I think why not try it? Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of like the, uh, the the transplants, even if they were transplanted like 20 years ago, versus the get off my lawn crowd <laughs> of us old folks that have been here forever. But I mean, some of us do just try to cheerlead as much as we possible for our community. You know what is funny is we have a, a new person here in in our office that is a brand new transplant from Long Island. And the thing is, he's been trying to be get involved and, and learn about his, his new community and such. And that was one of the things, he's only been here a few months, and that was one of the things that you pointed out that he mentioned was he would ask, you know, those of us in office or put out on the air, what should I do this weekend? And with the festivals and all that stuff, he was he was actually kind of overwhelmed by some of the choices that he had, especially as we got toward the end of summer and we were in the full festival season here. As you said, it was hard to choose what to go to and and see he went to Porch Fest, he went to some of the ethnic festivals, and it, it seems like almost the, the new transplants are eas- more easily converted and convinced than, than those of us that were born in Binghamton General Hospital. <laughs> well, I think that's true, and I think, you know, that they're but there, there are there are so many things going on, and I think you know part of uh, our office and my job will be to complement existing ones, and then try to create and work with community partners on new ones. And this is not you know, this is a Greater Bank initiative throughout Broome, but I, I, I have this feeling this energy from uh, you know at the at the Leadership Alliance, we have um, some people that went to Binghamton University and uh, have stayed, and you know whether I reach out to the high schools or to the, the colleges to, to Broome or, or Binghamton University. Kind of get their input. I think you know, also bringing um, having some interaction. Generally, I know the students and the, probably the, the older community, like myself, will probably never hang out completely. But some interactions where there's some events that are crossover and people can see that the other side, um, you know, that they're they're just looking for uh, quality life. Uh, whether you're whether you're 20 or, or, or 50, you know, you have a, some some common interests and kind of bring that, them together as well, which I know um, isn't always the case. But yeah, you make great points. I mean, there's going to be a group that always says, oh, there's, there's nothing to do here. But there's a, I think there's going to be another segment that um, you wants to bring their family out to a, uh, an event that maybe has food trucks and some music or, or, or art and um, maybe some activities for the kids. And it's in a, in a public space, a park or you know, a location uh, within Broome where we can gather and, and see your neighbors. And I think also coming out of COVID, I think, People realize that being outdoors was not only safer during COVID, but it was just it's a great environment. It's kind of nice. I think it's, it's kind of nice, and yeah. Yeah, I think I think that, I think a lot of people felt isolated uh, you know, during COVID the last two or three years. And I think you know, getting out and interacting with your neighbor and uh, enjoying the outdoors and um, you know, uh, meeting new people. I, I think I think people need to interact and and uh, and have activities to bring them together. And I think it's just good for their you know, mental health and, and physical health and. Uh, and community building, I think, I think so I, I, your points are very valid, and I don't, I don't disagree with some of them, but I think it's certainly I'm excited to try to reach out to people and, and win over as, as many as possible and, and, and kind of teach them about the placemaking. I've been learning more about placemaking. We had a great um, uh, speaker a few weeks ago, Katie Yellow, who was a native of, of Broome County that now is a, a director of placemaking down in Jacksonville, Florida, and just um, you know, some of the things they're doing just to bring people together and, and uh, they're, sometimes they're smaller activities, sometimes they're sm- larger, but it just, it just helps the overall community. It makes it more attractive. It makes, it, it makes it more healthy. 
uh, brings people together, it brings morale up, it brings people more pri- uh, prideful of their area. So, yeah, I, I see all the hurdles that you do, but I, I'm excited to, to try to tackle them. Well, it is interesting, too, as we hear a lot of the politicians and the, the policymakers in the, the public sector that are talking about certain development projects and this and that, where they talk about roads and all that infrastructure and that kind of thing. The one thing that came across with the news release for the workshop about placemaking was about building communities for people, not for buildings and cars. And that kind exactly. of is, is a, a kind of a shift of that mindset from what we're used to hearing from a lot of elected officials about what is successful in a community. Well, if you see the cranes out there putting up buildings, that's successful. No, that's a great point. And in, in placemaking, you know, the, in the, uh, some of the seminars I've been in for, for, for my training, uh, they talked about uh, areas that they focus so much on infrastructure that they they actually wiped out some neighborhoods. You know, they, they wanted to build a highway through here or a bridge through here, and they 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 changed or altered the neighborhoods, which changed and altered the kind of the feel and the traditions and the history of those cities. You know, New Orleans was an example of yeah. one. But it, Well, now we're looking at it in Syracuse where they're revamping yeah, exactly. 81. Exactly. So, you know, that, so infrastructure is incredibly important. I'm not, I'm not going to bash infrastructure improvements, but you have to look at the implications of the community and what it does to the neighborhoods and the, and the people that live there and the impact it has on, you know, not only their history, but the morale and their uh, ability to have affordable housing and all that. So there's a lot to it. But yeah, the, this, our placemaking, placemaking initiatives are going to be around, uh, like you said, human infrastructure, just building these, uh, looking at these public spaces and seeing how we can bring people together using their ideas and then teach them how to make these things sustainable so that we can... Um, you have community kind of working for community themselves, and uh, and it's it's to go into the, a neighborhood and have it be something that that neighborhood uh, can enjoy, and, and it's not necessarily to you know some of the classes I've taken they talk about gentrification and other issues where and it can't be an event where necessarily some people drive from you know one area to go to another neighborhood just for the day or something. You, know, you want to try to build uh, positive events and experiences in the neighborhood for that community. So it's. There's a lot of work to be done, but you've made a a great point. It is is kind of human infrastructure, community building infrastructure versus uh, roads and bridges. Well, this has been an interesting conversation, and we are out of time. Look forward to seeing what's happening down the road with placemaking in our area. Thank you very much, Jim. Thank you so much, Kathy. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. Your bills are due on the 